Hi everybody and welcome to this special one-off edition of the Helping People Perform podcast in celebration of International Women's Day 2023 so that we can all embrace equity. I'd like to start off by first of all thanking some of the amazing women in my life who've made me the man I am today, including my fantastic wife, my sister, my mother, my stepmother, my mother-in-law, and so many other strong, intelligent and supportive women who've made me who I am today. But I also want to take this opportunity to celebrate the amazing women who've been part of this podcast experience for me so far. So in this special edition episode, you're going to hear snippets from all of the amazing women that I've spoken to to date. Some of them, their episodes have been released already, and you can go back and listen to those in full. There, but included in this uh, episode are actually some snippets of conversations that I've had over the last couple of weeks, and I've recorded those episodes and they're waiting to go out and will be coming at you over the next weeks and months. So enjoy this episode, embrace equity, and help make this world an equitable place for everybody. Hi, and welcome to Helping People Perform, the podcast that gives you fascinating insights into those people whose chosen vocation is to help others perform at their best. From consultants to teachers, sports coaches to financial advisors, all of my guests share a passion for getting the most out of individuals, teams, and organizations. Enjoy the episode. This first clip is from founder of Rudd Coaching and co-founder of Think Perspective, a lady who's helping people to listen and think better, Georgie Rudd. Listening is at the heart of solving some of the biggest organizational problems that I hear HR directors, heads of learning and business leaders talk about, you know, when it comes to hybrid working, inclusion, how do we how do we make sure these diverse teams that we've invested in in building are actually being heard? Um, there's a piece around strategy development in organisations where we're working in silos when mm. we're not we're not asking the right questions and we're not listening. So that development of strategy can be disjointed. So the the premise of listening lab is look, this isn't you know unachievable. Listening is a skill that can be learnt. And when you pair knowing how to bring attention and listening with asking some better questions, there are just some really powerful incremental changes that transform the quality of conversation and consequently results for business. This second clip is from Ewan Vo, trainer and facilitator at Fierce Consulting, helping people to get more done, save resources and reduce burnout. Enjoy. Training is not usually the thing you need. Right. And for a trainer, <laughs> it's like a horrible <laughs> mantra. But a lot of people perceive training as this um, magic bullet. Mm. It's not. It's not going to be the main pillar that's going to fix your culture. Mm. Right. So um, very often I'll be brought in for improved communication. Let's take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you get to the bottom of it, there's some just really toxic behaviours. Mm. Uh, very distortive behaviors happening usually at the very senior level right and me coming in and talking about how to lie at you know lay out an argument or how to present is, is that's not going to fix that right 
but that's a very difficult conversation to have with the leader mm. <laughs> that's brought you in for the training <laughs> next we're going to hear from professional triathlete and strong advocate for women's sport in general four-time ironman winner amongst many other accolades laura siddle i just am intrigued at improving and how good i can be and that was a little bit of the driver when i left the corporate career i just wanted to fully invest in one thing and see like how good can you be and i had at the time i had no aspirations of winning an ironman of being top 10 in kona it was just that if i fully commit to this how good could i be and i think right. that's what still drives me now you know like i said i'm i'm 42 I still feel I have areas to improve and I've got areas where I can get better. And that's what's driving me now. Next, we're going to hear from Kirsty Lewis, founder of the School of Facilitation, helping workshop designers and facilitators make the best possible learning experiences. If you're going to become a trainer or a facilitator, yes, you've probably got passion for a particular topic. Uh, whether that be leadership or people or high performing teams um, and that's a good start I think going and learning more about the craft and the art and the science of facilitation and training will just make you even better because it there's a whole host of skills that go alongside your mindset your behaviors your language your body language and Often we get so wrapped up, or I notice people get so wrapped up in the content. Like, what is it? What is it we're going to do? What's the exercise we're going to do? Yes, that is really important. And it's more than that. In this next clip, we're going to hear from transformation leader and visionary Katz Keeley, whose technology platform Frontline Live is bringing aid to where it's needed in Ukraine. Enjoy. I've been in so many organizations where you start talking about data as a tool for improvement. Mm. And nobody really wants to start sharing their data because if they share it, somebody might think they've done something wrong. And that's why it's important if you're going to move towards data informed. And I always say data informed rather yeah. than data led. Yeah. You have to do it alongside a change of culture and a change of mindsets and a change of behaviors, by which I mean, if everyone knows that every little thing that goes wrong is, is a way by which they can make things better. Yeah. And people are incentivized to speak up. It's like, yeah, no, this is not working. Yeah. As opposed to doing what most companies do and just put up with it. And here's Natalia Talkovska, strategic communications specialist at Naltaska Design, bringing visual storytelling to organizations. We call ourselves visual experts and we do high stake communications. What that means is we work usually with senior leaders, in yep. corporate businesses, smaller businesses as well, but mainly with corporate businesses on their strategy, on their communications, on their marketing or life event needs. We always say there's either a pain or an opportunity. So they yep. either come to us with a pain. For example, it could be my team is not engaging in the new strategy piece. If I do another presentation with 60 slides, I'm going to die. <laughs> you know, no one's going to care. So there's a pain that yep. we want to address. Or there's an opportunity, especially with kind of bigger pieces of work, say company comes to us and says, we want to visualize company timeline that is around 20 years because we're proud of it. We want to get everyone on board with the story, excited. There's a lot of new people coming to the business. You know, the opportunity is to bring everyone along that story and create something beautiful, visual for years to come. Next up is Elia Harris from the Potential Center. 
bringing her amazing programme Lightbulb Moments to help drive innovation in organisations. The foundation of my training and coaching is a framework called Lightbulb Thinking. It's a very simple framework and it consists of planning because you need to have a plan in order to get to where you're going. The second stage is ideating the third stage is choosing, you know, how do you choose the out of all those ideas, the one you're going to go for and why choose that particular idea? Right. And then the fourth phase is actually either implementing or innovating your idea. And that the, it's a split path. And the path that you take depends on uh, a couple of things. You know, what's what's the goal? You know, what's the problem you're trying to solve? Are you looking for a big solution or a small solution? And so if you're ready to implement, say, within a, a few months, just with a, a little bit more uh, in the way of resources, go to it. If you think an idea is well worth developing as an innovation because it could have much more impact, then there's a process for following uh, with that as well. Now we're going to hear from former financial trader turned work style trainer and coach Gwen Burridge from GBUK Consulting. If you just think this is the only thing I can do, therefore this is the only thing I'm going to continue doing, I think you're really limiting yourself because you don't really know what you're capable of and also what your skills can do, what you're capable of, you know, going into a different industry or a different type of role. So I just kept my options open and my mind open. And now we're going to hear some clips from episodes that have been recorded but haven't been released to date. First up, we have Tamara Safe, who is a diversity and equity practitioner at Gravitas Consulting Services. Managing talent pipelines in a unique way, not just looking after the uh, sort of doing it in, in a sort of diverse uh, and equitable way, but really looking at how we can manage uh, sort of uh, attracting new talent across sort of the board, across the piece, mm. um, sort of uh, living in that global village and ensuring that um, we are kind of smarter and leaner. And here are some words from Cresta Burt, part of a wife and husband team who are using their programme Deviation by Design to help married couples find that deep connection. I think that my favourite way to describe intentional marriage is... Um, you didn't accidentally get married. So yeah. why accidentally live through marriage. Yeah. Um, so that's the intentional. Do it on purpose. Next up, we have financial educator and mortgage advisor at The Mortgage Mum, Fumi Olafunwa. If all you were hearing is mortgage rates are going up, which is a lot of what you see, then that's going to make you panic. But actually, for some people, they're not going to be impacted. So one of the things we really pride ourselves on doing it's giving information, giving education, giving guidance, helping you understand what's going on so that you can make really informed choices for yourself and for your family and for your situation. And here's Jessica Reese Griffiths, who's a work-life balance coach who's supporting female parent executives to be the role model that they want to be both at work and at home. I really help um, female single parent executives and business owners who really trying to conquer the the work-life balance challenge. Um, And it's really about helping people transition from that, you know, from emotional feeling of whether it's just that feeling of not feeling quite good enough because you're not, 
you're not delivering in all the ways that you want to or whether it's actually just you just feel like you're failing mm -hmm. um so trying to help them get to a place where they're feeling confident in control and most importantly kind of living the life that they want next we'll hear from award-winning speaker and consultant at caf consulting cynthia fortledge who's working with organizations at the intersection between human rights gender and privilege to help them drive intentional cultures it comes down to organizational culture and that's really where the element of psychological safety within a workplace comes in and it doesn't you don't have to be lgbtq plus to think about psych psychological safety is for any person in a workspace and it's how do you really create that space well it's about the intentionality of an organizational culture because a culture is a representation for that organization of its values, its behaviors, and the language that they use, yeah. right? They always say, you, you know the health of an organization by the behavior they tolerate, the worst behavior they tolerate, right? right? And so if you find there's some absolutely egregious behavior, and the organization tolerates it, well, then you know that's really a status of the culture of the organization. So organizations that want to create a place where everyone feels safe and wants to belong into that organization, those are the companies that I really connect with the most, and those are the ones that really value what I bring to the table. Next, we're going to hear from Sanya Sharma, whose platform, People Novate, advocates for organizational growth through storytelling. I am a big fan of stories and I'm a big fan of writing. I really enjoy writing and I think stories are very powerful. And um, I think out of the vast majority of stories that are there, um, it's, it's like, what do you want to use your stories for? So if you would see the stories that I have curated so far in the People Know It platform, these stories are stories that are meant to challenge a certain aspect of workplace. Lights, camera, action. That's the framework that our next guest, Fran Banting from DreamPath Consulting, uses to help her clients achieve success. Yeah, I find that um, when you start working with coaches, you'll discover that they all have their own background of, of things that relate to them, and they'll use analogies that relate to them. And I'm a huge movie buff. Right. Um, I actually took a lot of film and I love film editing and I love the classic movies. So whenever I use analogies with my clients, I tend to use movies. Uh, so a lot of my coaching is surrounded with um, movie terminology and, and everybody relates to movies. So it seems to work great. Mm -hmm. So, for example, um, my book is called Your Life as a Movie. Right. Uh, scripting and producing your dreams into reality. And in that book, I helped people put together their goal because a lot of people can't even say what they want. Right. So I thought, well, if I do it in a method of like making a movie um, and I broke it up into three parts, I did the lights, camera, action. This final clip is from Liz Bloomfield, executive director at Ripple Effect Images, whose slogan is help a woman, help the world. I couldn't think of a stronger advocate for International Women's Day than that program that Liz is helping to drive across the globe. So please check out rippleeffectimages.org and check out all of the links that you'll find for the amazing women that I've had the privilege of speaking to as part of the Helping People Perform podcast. Thanks for listening.
one of the things also that um, really stands out to me in the work that I do with ripple effect images mm. is focusing and in, focusing attention on solutions. And I, and when I think at you know at a global scale, when you think about the news headlines that we read and the content that we consume, such a huge part of it is dominated by problems, challenges, victims, difficulties. And the reality is what we've seen from our travels around the world by being out in the community in all different parts of the globe is that there's so many things that are going well, so many things that are working, they just don't get the attention. And so, you know, whether you're a, a small business, whether you're a large corporation, whether you're a nonprofit, or whether you're a social enterprise, if you're a school, if you're a healthcare provider, in all of those spaces, there's things that are going well. And I think if you can find ways in which to shine a light on what's working and make that the magnet for your time and your effort and your attention and your energy, then that's you know where you can have a ripple effect. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, then please give the podcast a rate, review and share. I'm Paul Teasdale, and from sausage making to banking, oil and gas to Formula One, I help people perform. If you'd like to find out more and have a conversation, contact me via helpingpeopleperform.com.